Hello, hello, hello. This is Brooke Walker with Exceptionally Effective Esquire, and I am here this week to talk about habits. Um, habits is one of habits is really one of the primary things I do. I think more than anything else, I treat I teach people how to um, create better habits. And my belief has always been if you improve your habits. Uh, you improve every area or every aspect of the things that are in your life. So the better your habits are, the more you get rid of negative habits. And I hate to say negative, but there are certain things we do that are not as efficient or effective. So the more that you improve and increase upon the habits that you have, the better results you can get and the better, um, the more you can improve your life down the road. So Exceptionally Effective Esquire is about high-powered habits. There are so many things that you can do on a daily basis to improve upon every aspect of your life. So whether you're trying to increase fitness or you're trying to increase um, your ability to sleep, or which we're going to do sleep next week, by, what, by the way, or whether you're trying to improve your business, um, learn a new skill. It's all about implementing a new habit that is going to get you there. If you wanted to learn a language, if you wanted to take on a, a project or a hobby, practicing it regularly and making it a regular part of your life is whatever's going to increase that. And I can tell you right now, if you show me your habits, I can show you where you're going to be down the road. Whether we're talking six months, a year, five years. And the powerful thing about habits is those who really who really train their habits are the ones who are going to get the biggest results and the other thing about it is we're not just talking about what they do we're talking about um, making sure that they measure them so that they can improve upon them so I learned years ago that implementing new things into my life was what got me great changes and made things better and that went from everything to um, things healing from stuff that I had been through so part of it was adding things like meditation in because it calmed me down it made me a better mother it made me a better human overall if we're really being honest but <laughs> um, it made me a better mother I mean one of the biggest things that happened is I just learned to calm down and which was so helpful. I mean, I, I, I can tell you right now, whether my kids remember the day that it happened, I can tell you right now, my kids are thankful that I stopped being one of those crazy mothers that yelled all the time. They still remember a lot of those days. And it's not, it's not a great way to parent. I'll tell you that. But um, I started implementing new habits because I start because of the way that I exercised and I started doing races and I, you know, just any one of these things, the more the way that you change what you eat, the way that you, the more that you either take away something that's not adding to the end goal or add things in that can add to the end goal. And this is where I kind of want to go back to like when I was saying negative habits. It's not negative if it's not taking away from where you want to be down the road. Okay, so if you plan it to be a part of your life, it's not a negative. So if we're looking for things that are high, high powered, right? A day off, some people could say, well, taking a day off, like there's so many people that talk about the grinding these days and working and 
there's a lot of people that say, you know, that they can outwork you and stuff like that. I think that a lot of that is uh, semi bullshit. It is not about working harder. It's about working effectively and efficiently. And I would argue anybody who says that taking a day off that does not add to being better at what you do. I believe that rest is one of the most important things you can do and being able to put things aside so that you can come back to them is usually the best way to deal with things. Being able to just, it's, it's like going to bed at night. You have to go to sleep at night and then you start another day and it allows you to recharge and rejuvenate and come back and be able to put 100% in again. So for example, some people are, now if you're taking off way too many days, then maybe you're not being as efficient as you can be. Um, when people are, when people go on meal plans, you know, people say, well, you should, you should do this and you shouldn't do this. It's like, well, no, as long as you plan that it's a part of what you're going to do, there's no good or bad about what you do or don't eat. If you decide that a beer and a piece of pizza is going to be part of your meal plan, then you work it in and you work it around what your end goal is going to be. If that keeps you on what you're doing, then it's great. Now, sometimes there's sacrifices that have to be made, but at the end of the day, it depends on where you want to be. And sometimes starting is the best you can do. And that doesn't mean you're always going to be 100%, but tracking is incredibly important. So I just did this eight week body challenge. And in eight weeks, I completely transformed the body that I had. And I did it by exercising several times a day. I did it by eating really clean and on a very specific diet. Now, don't get me wrong. I, on, I had a refeed meal on the weekend that was a hamburger. And it was fantastic, I will tell you that. <laughs> but if you know what you're doing and you're measuring it, you can account for things that are gonna, that things are gonna come in. I didn't drink for eight weeks, which um, I was really happy when the eight weeks is up and had a drink. I don't drink a lot, but I do enjoy having a glass of wine. So habits are all about taking a look forward at what you want to achieve, putting a plan together on how you're going to reach it, and then implementing it and making sure that you have the support to help you. Now, I talked about goals. Habits are really just about putting the habit. Habits are what gets put in place to make sure the goals get achieved. And it's like going to the gym on a regular basis. And it can be as simple as brushing your teeth on a daily basis. Any one event is not that impactful. However, over time, the repetition of what you do is what's going to make the end result and how efficient you are in it. And it's a matter of how quickly do you want to achieve the end result and what are you willing to sacrifice to get there? There are faster and slower ways to achieve anything. I did an eight week all out killer program and I lost over 6% body fat. Um, I tightened, I toned and it was absolutely amazing. I could have gotten the same results in twice the time and not gone as hard and it would have been more comfortable, but sometimes it's harder to go at something longer. Sometimes it's easier to go really hard for a very short period of time 
take a little bit break and then get back on it again. It's just a matter about what fits your personality. You know, at the end of the day, most of us, the only people we're competing with is ourselves. So what are the habits that you want to change? Or more importantly, what are the habits that you can implement in your life that are going to change the big impacts and change um, something for you? So if it's an exercise habit, maybe you have exercise habits. I always say, don't just say, I want to lose weight. I think that you should pick something that's impactful. You should join a challenge that other people are doing, whether it's an eight week or a 12 week or a four week. I think you should um, put a plan in that you do it for that period of time, reset at the end of it and go again, or put something on the calendar that you're going to do like a race. I think races are phenomenal when it comes to physical challenges because you have an end date, you stick a plan in place, and you're just going at it with focus on how to implement those on a daily basis. So whether that's getting up early at five in the morning for however many, you know, however many days a week to be able to go run, run or bike or swim or whatever it is you're racing or whatever your gym workout looks like making sure that you're doing the food, whether that means spending time on the weekends, meal prepping, or maybe you hire somebody who, who does all the meals for you. Um, there's so many different ways. Maybe you have business goals. I mean, I've worked in sales for years and the biggest thing about sales, and it's what people hate about sales. When you do sales, the hardest thing about sales is that you're going to get a lot of no's. And if you get 10%, if, you, if you're getting above 10% on most sales jobs, you're doing a really good job. And that's on people who you sit down with that actually you're able to close. That means that nine out of 10 times you're going to get a no. Most people do not have the ability to sit through that level of rejection on a long-term basis. <laughs> Because nine knows out of 10, I mean, it's the reason that more people aren't dating in, in person. <laughs> but um, but that's, that's the way it usually goes. So the way that people hit sales goals is they have to know that at the end of the week, I want X many goals. So say you want to get five, five sales a week. That means you have to be making a minimum of 10 contacts a day or more, depending on what you consider a contact, and that so that you're able to just close one. Could be even 10 meetings a day, so you're able to close one. So business goals are the same thing. It's just a matter of what do you have to put in place to get to the end goal? How many clients do you need? How many clients do you want to, to bring on this year to increase your income? If you knew every client was worth Let's say a client for you is worth 10 grand. That is the lifetime of the client. Your average client is going to be with you for, and obviously this is going to depend on the type of law that you're in. But if a client's worth 10 grand because you have some that, you know, are going to pay X amount and some that are going to pay X amount. And so the average of them becomes a 10 grand client. And let's say you want to get, um, let's say you want three a month. How are you going to get three clients a month? And it's just a matter of breaking down what that looks like. You know, are you, are you marketing? Do you have power partners? Do you have, and it's about what are the little tasks you're going to do to be able to bring in those clients? So these are habits you would put in place within your business so that 
you know that on a daily basis you make so many phone calls reaching out to people that you know working on building relationships and it just becomes something that you do on a daily basis it's an hour of your day maybe just like exercise if you want to you know get leaner or grow muscle or become faster you have to put something together and you might need to take something out is there something that's in your life that needs to be um, minus out of it to get you there and it could be as little as like you know maybe you minimize minimize drinking the more that I exercise the less that I drink and the reason is is because I'm too busy exercising and drinking slows me down now now don't get me wrong I'm not drinking while I'm exercising that would obviously slow me down <laughs> but <laughs> um, drinking having a drink at night if I have one glass of wine it's probably gonna have no effect but if I have two glasses of wine I don't sleep as well two or more I don't sleep as well I have a crappy night of sleep and the next day I drag ass and I don't like dragging ass everything I do is because I want to have a lot of energy I want to be I want to feel really good I want to bring my best the best version of me forward on a regular basis it is fun for me. It is like, it is fun for me. It is exciting for me. And I love when I'm in that zone. There is a zone for me when I feel good, when I feel like I look good, when I feel like I'm eating well, when I, and I, I, I love it. I get off on it. It gives me a high and it's the kind of way that I want to show up with people on a regular basis. So if there's things in my life that prevent that or slow that down, those things don't last very long. And unfortunately, sometimes it's booze. <laughs> and I mean, don't get me, I, I love a beer and I love a glass of wine, but it takes away from that. So I don't do it very often. You know, I only do it when I don't have a lot going on the next day. Because I don't want something to take me away from this. This is important to me. It's like, it's the way that I love to be with people. So it's knowing what you can and can't do to get the most out of yourself. And a lot of that takes practice. What it's going to be for you may be different than what it is for me, but I can tell you the things that hold true for most people. And those are the habits I'm going to consistently be hammering into your head that you need to make sure that you're on top of. So next week we're going to talk about sleep. Uh, sleep is something that is incredibly ignored, incredibly important, and is going to make such an impact on your life. And if you have bad sleep habits, it will literally prematurely age you. I don't know about you all, <laughs> but I don't like anything that prematurely ages me. I joke regularly with my kids. Well, my kids say this to me. And if you saw, I recently found this picture of me from about nine years ago. My kids have been telling me for years that I'm reverse aging. Because if you look at me from, from nine years ago, I'm leaner, I look, I look better, I'm, I smile a lot more. I was just in a very bad place. It's not even just the fact that I was very heavy back then. I was just in a very bad place in my life. And the more you begin to clean up your emotional health, your physical health, um, you know, your, your pain and you put in better things into your life, you're going to begin to get, you're going to begin to look younger, feel younger, feel better. 
and be more excited and happy about the way that you show up in life. And that is my goal, you guys. And that is my goal to teach everybody that I work with. Because if I work with you, my goal is that you are going to be your own rock star in your own world. You're going to be a rock star for your families. You're going to be a rock star for your clients. You're going to be, you know, it's about helping you to glow and, and glow in your life for the people around you and to be able to bring that to them as well. It's about bringing that glow to everybody around you. It's about inspiring people. You know, I don't do this because I want to work with a person who wants to be average. I want to work with people who want to be exceptional at what they do. What, what attorneys and people in the legal field do is incredibly important. I have the utmost respect for it, and I want you guys to do it for as long as you possibly want. So the habits that you put in place now are going to keep you in your practice longer, are going to make you wake up every day joyful, happy, and excited about what you have to go do, even on the bad days. You're going to see the appreciation for it. And it's going to keep you having some balance in your life for everybody else that is important for you. This is about being able to have it all. Like everybody wants to have it all. And I'm so done with the excuses of why we can't. We can't necessarily have it all all at one time. But there's, there are ways of having balance so that we can do the many different things that needs to be done on our life on a regular basis. And so it's all about bringing that to you guys. Um, so as far as habits go, I want to teach you how to create the best habits. And so what you need to create a better habit is you need to, first of all, decide what the end goal is. What is the habit that you need to put in place to create it? Where you're going to put it? You need a plan. Is it realistic? And then you need to measure where you're at now. And then you need to be measuring regularly where you want to be. So let's say you wanted to um, learn to play guitar. Now that's just a dream until you actually, first off, get the guitar. And then after you get the guitar, you have to play with it regularly. So when are you going to play with it? You have to put a plan down. Decide. I mean, you could put a plan down that just says you're going to play with it for 30 minutes on the weekends. That will get you to learn how to play guitar. Or you could put something down that you play with it for 10 minutes a night, five days a week. Is that something that's implementable in your life? Is there something that's going to get in, in the way with that? And if you miss one time and you're doing it five days a week, 10 minutes one time, you can either make it up later the week. Like how, how type A is your personality? <laughs> and I say this because I'm very type A. So for me, there's a lot of things. If I miss it, I want to make sure I make it up. And I won't miss something unless I know that I can make it up another night a week. So if you knew you were going to miss a, miss a day, you could say, okay, well, I'm just going to add a few minutes to these other days and make sure that I make it up so I get my full 50 minutes for the week. Or, you know, you could be okay one week missing it. Sometimes when you're training for big events, um, if you've been running really hard between work and physically and everything else, sometimes you can take a day off and it really is not going to affect the long term of your training. 
depending on the day that you take off. You can't take your work, you can't take your hardest days off, but you can take, you know, a small training day off. And sometimes your body is going to benefit more from the rest than it would from that extra workout. Sometimes sleep is more important than going that extra workout. So when it comes to implementing new habits, you have to make that decision, but you also have to be measuring to make sure that you are getting closer to the goal. Because if you're not measuring your improvement, you really don't know if what you're doing is effective or not. And what is the end goal? Is it a measurable end goal? So a measurable end goal, if you were playing guitar, would be able to play a certain song that would be considered, you know, learnable within a certain time period. Maybe you're just trying to learn a certain, certain song by, you know, two months in. And that may be all you're trying to do. And then maybe you learn a new song every couple months until you become incredibly effective and good at playing guitar. Maybe you actually wanna play at an event. Maybe you have a family uh, engagement that's coming up that you wanna be able to play guitar. Maybe you're trying to learn a song for somebody you care about that you wanna play a song to them. So what is it gonna take to get you there? It's like driving to the beach. And I don't know where you live, so it could be a different distance for everybody. And that's pretty much how most things in life are. You know, we're all starting from a different point. Some people are gonna have a lot easier road than others. But if you're driving to the beach, or if you had to go to the beach, there are different ways to get there. You could jump on a plane that's gonna get there really quick. You could jump in a vehicle that's gonna drive you there. Or you could walk, you could ride a bike. So how fast do you wanna achieve your goal? Is it realistic the amount of time that you need to put in to reach that end goal? Are you measuring yourself to make sure that you're getting there? And you know, sometimes sometimes the end goal is the purpose. Other times there is a there's an actual wanting to celebrate something you've done. Like for me, because I just did this big eight-week body challenge, um, one of my goals is some new clothes. First off, I don't fit in anything I own anymore, which is an awesome problem to have. What are you gonna, and, and then after you've done it, what are you gonna do to maintain it? Some things we don't ever lose completely, but I tell you right now, if I go back to eating the way I was eating before I started this, I will go immediately back up to the weight that I was at. Now it's gonna take some time, but I didn't spend all this time and work um, at the gym eating on a really strict diet to undo it all by eating cake and ice cream. But don't get me wrong, I had some ice cream the other day, it was delicious. <laughs> so if you were playing guitar or learning a hobby or anything that you're doing or building your business, you have to keep things in place that maintain it. Getting there usually is the hard part. And then the other thing is then you can grow off of it. That's the exciting thing. The exciting thing is being able to grow and build upon what you create. So let's say you learn to play guitar and then you get to the point that you even expand on your ability and you, and you pull new songs in and, you're, and you start learning to sing along with what you're playing. And I mean, there's so many ways. If you're building your business and you get yourself to a point where you hit a certain... See, building business is a lot of fun because when you build a business and you hit a new financial goal, 
you know what's possible. You know once you've started bringing in uh, five figures in a single month, what it's going to look like. You're like, well, if you did it once, you can do it again. And I guarantee you, the first time you do, it's the hardest. Once you've done it once, it's actually easier to do the next time because you start finding out new ways to do it and new ways to achieve it and how you can do it and and um, how you can be better at it and how it's easier for you. So, so once you've done something once, doing it again is like cake. And don't get me wrong, it doesn't mean that it's all easy and it doesn't take work and stuff like that. But you're able to build off of it. And then you get to reach to that next goal and the next goal and the next goal and what's after that. And once you implement the habits on a regular basis, it's just a matter of maintaining them. You know, once you've learned how to do something, then it's just a matter of getting better at whatever it is that thing is that you're doing. So I'm excited that you guys are listening along. I love talking about habits. If you have any questions, please drop me a line. I would love if you would leave me a review um, because that is how this, this podcast gets found. Um, so I appreciate it. If you've been listening, please leave me a review on whatever, uh, site that you're actually listening to it on so that more people can find us. If you have any questions about habits, uh, please let me know. I'd love to answer them for you. And then listen in next week to, uh, talk about sleeping. So we're going to talk about why sleeping is incredibly important, why way too many people are, um, not sleeping well, the long-term impacts, what sleep deprivation does, how it's as bad as drinking and driving. Somebody who's had, who's not had enough sleep is like an impaired person, a, uh, an alcoholically impaired person. And they've done a lot of studies on that and there's a lot of proof to it. So it's very interesting, but I can't wait to talk to you guys about sleep. We are going to have a week-long sleep challenge coming up the beginning of April. I hope to have as many of you uh, join in on that. This one is going to be free. And I'd love to have you check it out. So have an amazing day and see you guys next week. Bye-bye.